Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-dow Oh We're back. Let's, Whoa. <laughs> let's do it live. Yeah, let's do it live. My name is Stephen Johnston. My name is Jesse Titus. And welcome back for American Brews and Tunes. Holy crap. This is episode number 104. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked you, at the... You say that apprehensively, like maybe it's not episode 104, but... I looked at the screen and it says 102, <laughs> but it also says Tony Hawk. I was like, that was... Oh, that was two episodes, two episodes ago, right? Ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just forgot to change the title of this one. Yeah. So yeah, episode 104. 104. This one is going to look a little bit different. Yeah, we're still working on our respective beasts of albums, so we're going to go ahead and do... I wouldn't even call this a one-off. I would no. call this a free-form. It's a free-form chat. Yeah. It's atonal. Atonal. <laughs> <laughs> even that has some kind of structure. Let's just go a yeah. free-form here. It's just freeform. Uh, we're still going to be trying a beer, um, but we thought we'd take a break from reviewing albums and just talk about concerts that we've been to. Yeah, our, our top uh, top five for just concerts in general. Yeah, that sounds Could like be a, anything. a great plan to me. Yeah. Um, concerts are great, but uh, you know what else is great? Beer. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, beer. Um, we've got a fun beer this week. It's yeah, a, I'm excited about this a, one. A collaboration from two California, California. Um, breweries, Stone and Modern Times. Yes. Which I think we've reviewed beers from both of them on the podcast. I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've had a Modern Times beer. I know yeah. we've both had Stone beers multiple times. I love Modern Times. Um, I think they're both kind of from the... Escondido area? That's where Stone is. I think San Modern Diego? Times is San Diego. And those are both yeah. fairly close. close together, yeah. Close enough to just say, we got two San Diego breweries here, pretty much. Yeah, what up, San Diego? San Diego. Um, and we love Stone. We I mean, we don't have them as consistently on the podcast as we used to. Yeah. Um, but, but hey. Their spot in my heart has never really been filled. It's a gargoyle-shaped <laughs> spot. It's a gargoyle-shaped spot, spot in, in your heart. heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this has just enough wizardry to fill my gargoyle-shaped yeah. heart. There's, the, there's a little section of your heart where beer goes yeah and there are different sections within that kind of like you know those little kid toys that's like a box with different cutout shapes and you have yeah. the blocks so you gotta <laughs> put it in the right shape yeah there that's, are a couple different shapes in that in that's part of your heart and one's one, a of, one of them is the stone logo yeah and the others are one of them's a hop yeah one of the them's a, like a grain stock mm-hmm. one of them is a water droplet because you need water to, this is to true. make beer and <laughs> and all of them form the beer portion of your heart. It's true. It's a very big portion. Which needs to be filled at a, on a regular basis. Otherwise, I'm not sure what will happen. I'm not willing to gamble with that. I don't think science happen. has gotten that far yet. Yeah, I'm not so. going to experiment with it. I'm, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is the Stone and Modern Times Wizards and Gargoyles. Yes, yes. It is a hazy coffee IPA. All right, very cool. Now, we've had some coffee IPAs before. Yeah, on the, the Rogue, podcast. the Rogue uh, Cold. What is it called? Cold Brew IPA. Yeah, and we also had a Stone Coffee IPA. Before the uh, 
From what I remember, the Rogue One is really good. Yes, it was very quite good. I, I was a big fan of that. It's it's a very strange thing to have coffee and IPAs together because coffees don't really lend themselves to being paired with hops per se. You, you'd think that you, you, it's it, standard knowledge amongst the beer folk that <laughs> stouts are pretty much. A good match. Yeah, for, coffee. Coffee goes coffee. generally better with a stout. With maltier beers. Yeah, less hoppy. You could do a porter or a brown ale. Um, pretty much anything but an IPA. Yeah, but the the cold brew IPA from Rogue worked really well. Yeah, for or some works odd well still. Yeah, I, th- I think it's because the bitterness of coffee is different from the bitterness of a hop. So it's yeah. it's almost like you got these two competing bitterness. They play off of each other well. You got two different bitters. I don't know, but let's crack this can open and, and see what we get. I'm hoping I'm hoping for a lot of coffee flavor. I am too, but I'm I'm hoping that the hop. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really curious to see what the relationship is between the coffee and the hop. Yeah, I guess when I say a lot of coffee flavor, like I, I don't want to not taste the hops. I want I want it to be balanced well. Agreed. But still have the coffee be present enough to where I'm like, yes, there's coffee in that. And not be like, ah, I don't really taste the coffee too much. I want them both to be present, and I both want them both to be... Present and accounted for. Interacting in a nice fashion. I like the artwork on here, too, also. Yeah, it looks cool. I I enjoy the fall colors they've chosen. It's like an 8-bit video game, almost. Yeah, they got the nice purple. pixelated. Nice nice, uh, yellow. Castle. Dark yellow. Yeah, castle. castle. Amongst the clouds. It's almost like it's Castlevania. Castlevania. Actually, I don't know. That doesn't really... eh, Maybe they're trying to reference that. There's like a bridge and a castle. Like the Zelda level on Mario uh, Super Smash Bros.? Yeah, true. From uh, the GameCube one or 64? 64, right? I think it's the, the one you're from thinking of where it's like gray GameCube and green. Melee. I don't know though. Um, anyways, the, the color of this beer, it, it it's a nice, it's not super hazy, but it's definitely hazy. I can't really see through to the other side. Mine looks more hazy than yours. Probably because I think you got the last of the can. Yeah, true, true. Um, but also, it it's for what I'd expect from a coffee beer, it's not dark. Smells good. I mean, it's got that regular, like, yeah, it's straw like the regular, like, color. straw, golden color. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bit more tan, a little bit of orange in there. I pick up what I would expect from a multi IPA here, not not like a pungent, hoppy IPA. Yeah. You it's kinda, not West Coast smelling. Yeah. You kind of get a little bit of the, the citrus hop scent on the back of the palate, on the back a, of, in the back of your mouth. Not as juicy as the Stone IPA. Yeah. And it's not as juicy as a normal, like, uh, um, Hazy IPA would be. It smells quite nice though. Are you getting a coffee smell on that? A little tiny bit. I'm assuming that it's going to come through on the on the in the mouth a little bit better. Yeah, I got more than just a sniff on my nose. I got some. <laughs> I got a little beer beer foam on my nose. A little bit of beer foam on my nose. I took a little dip. And I'm gonna. Whew, the water's cold. I'm gonna pre-rate this one as 3.75 before I try it on untapped. I think that's a. Probably I'm just guessing that's what it's going to be. I might have to move it up to a four depending on how it tastes. Though. Pretty fair rating. What do you say we uh, go ahead and uh, give this a cheer and give this a try? Yeah. As we always say on American Brews and Tunes. Down the gargoyle hatch. Gargoyle hatch. Go down into the gargoyle slot in my heart. The depths of the gargoyles. Reminds me of the TV show Gargoyles. That's for another podcast. Time to drink. I feel like it's a little... Little bit of a flavor journey throughout that tasting process. 
Yeah, I'm still kind of processing it right now. Yeah. I, I think it was a little bit more on the pungent hop side at first. Hmm. You get what a I, lot of good notes in there. Yeah. It it kind of went through waves of tasting the hops. Yeah. If you, I thought the hops were going to go away and I was going to be like, here's the coffee. But no, the hops yeah. kind of came back. I think, I think that's a good way to palate. describe the taste of this beer. Like it starts off if like hops are on the top and, and coffee's on the bottom. It kind of wavers between them like a sine wave or whatever. Like mm-hmm. between them like and the waves before and the kind of like before kind of like coming together at the end, I definitely can get light coffee notes. I don't think yeah. the coffee is very. It's not overpowering, but it's it de- definitely there. It definitely takes a back seat in this beer, but yeah. it's not like a, it's not an annoying backseat driver. It's the one the driver the type of driver that just gives you helpful instructions, like like oh hey you you don't you don't want to miss this turn up here. Oh this lane ends in. A little bit. Oh, you don't drive here very often. This lane, yeah, this lane's going to end. You want to get over. Oh, we're in Europe. Don't drive this way. <laughs> <laughs> but Helpful. Uh, I, on first taste, I'm going to go in for another sip and see if I get the same experience. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like this. I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of that aggressive hoppiness from, from Stone, but different from what the Stone IPA would be in a way. Definitely yeah. a stone beer is what I'm all that. For say. sure, yeah. It definitely starts off with like that kind of creamier hop and then mellows out into like this not really like really bitter coffee flavor, but you can tell that it's coffee. Yeah. Like it's almost like a light roast rather than like a dark roast. It's definitely not that dark roast bitterness. Yeah. You you'd one from a and then espresso stout. Then both flavors kind of come together and meet in the middle and kind of homogenize. They shake hands with palette. each other and say, "Let's yeah." They shake let's hands walk this and path together. They shake hands and they're like, "You know what? We need to sit down and watch Gargoyles, the movie, <laughs> Gargoyles, or a TV show." It's definitely a TV, TV show. show. Okay. There, there might have been a movie in later days. I don't know. <laughs> I loved that show back in the day. Gargoyles. I've never heard of it. Anyways, um, <laughs> as we uh, continue on the podcast, like we always do, um, if the beer flavor profile changes to us as it warms up which sometimes happens it might um we'll let you know otherwise let's let's dive into uh concerts sounds good um i have three top concerts and three honorable mentions okay i I think jesse's got a top five i just wrote down some concerts there's definitely one that is my favorite that i've ever been to though me too and i feel like i've probably already told you about it i think i have an idea of what it is yeah <laughs> is that uh, where we're gonna start? Or are we just gonna talk no, we'll, in general, like at the bottom? We'll just we'll we'll, we'll just start at the bottom. But uh, okay, I guess a, a good reason why we're focusing on concerts um, is because one, we love concerts. Yeah, it's, there's a very very different experience from listening to music as opposed to going to a concert. Yeah, I mean, there's even a different experience between listening to a live concert record and going to a concert. Yeah, hundred percent. There's even a difference between watching. <laughs> Uh, a live stream concert, which is a little more familiar now than yeah, going to a concert. yeah, no. So I actually haven't done that yet. I've done a couple. It's 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 better it, than it's nothing. Always, but yeah, it's I guess weird. It, it it seems like it'd be too weird for me. Yeah, it's still fun, but it's not but, the same. Um, but yeah, no, there definitely is like there's an energy to the experience of going to a, a live music concert. Yeah, like some uh, someone asked me recently, like why, like I don't understand why you go to concerts. Like they're the best. Uh, like the best version of their music is on an album already. That's what Kevin Smith says. He's like, and he's like, I can hear the music perfectly online. Why do I want to go hear it super loud, played not? As yeah, good? and then 
uh, the, like you said, there is like a certain energy there because like people who are there and like down in the mosh, like if you're at like a maybe 500 person concert or something like that, mm-hmm. which is generally what we go to yeah. around here in Nashville. You get an energy um, from the concert. That, yeah, there's like you're all there for the same reason. You're all there to see like the headlining band. You're sharing a, a, an experience with your friends or whoever you actually went with. Yeah, yeah. Singing along. It is kind of weird. Like there is there is a certain uh, there's a certain energy that yeah. is created when and everybody's there for the same reason. It's cool to it's see to, like, a band out. in their element too. True. Um and. You see the band at their rawest. I mean, yeah. If, if they can't play, you'll know. If they can play, you'll you'll yeah, find that's, out. That's a very good point. Yeah, I've seen shows where bands were not good live, and it's like, ooh, it's like, mm. <laughs> um, I've seen bands where they were pretty decent live. Some people may be like, ooh, but they play with like an, an energy and a passion where you don't care. It's just, it's, yeah. it's awesome. It, yeah. it's a, a very different experience. Um, maybe it's not for everybody, but apparently it's for a lot of people because the concert industry they, is a they big happen. one. And I mean, and 2020 is putting a hurt on live music. Yeah. Putting a big hurt on live music. Yeah. So it's, it's shut down for now. I'm hoping that things get open. Yeah. I'm hoping, but I mean, right. There's some news about vaccines. That sounds promising. Yeah. Let's hope. But I'm not going to get my hopes up till yeah. we see results, but I'm not going to hold my breath. But we'll, and instead of going to concerts, we'll just reminisce about them here on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to start with my number three favorite concert. Okay. This was Paul McCartney in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. 2019. Nice, nice. Um, I have technically seen had other opportunities to see Paul McCartney. He's done other tours that I, I would have been able to see, but yeah. like they were, I was in high school or I was in college and I didn't have money to, to pay yeah. for, like, I could go see a concert for like 15 to 20 bucks. I can't spend like... 50 60 70 yeah, dollars of concert tickets yeah for sure so this was the first time where he was doing a tour and this maybe it was his last one i don't know um but i was finally able to to drop a pretty penny on tickets and go see him yeah uh and it was well worth it nice um they did like they opened the the show with uh, hard day's night oh really like you know that that weird chord Bum! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what that chord is. I think it's several chords played together. But they, yeah. they opened the show with that. With that chord, though. Um, and it was it was awesome. He played, um, I mean, obviously solo stuff and wing stuff, but I was mainly there for the Beatles stuff. Yeah. Um, he played pretty much every hit you could expect from Blackbird to uh, mm, nice. Let It Be. Um, he did a lot of deep cuts. A random one he did was Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite. Really? Yeah, this is a John song. That's pretty cool. Um, but it was really cool. He played that. Huh. He did a, like a, a cool, like acoustic version of "I Just Seen a Face." Nice, great with the harmonies. Yeah, Jungle Rhubarb does it better, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll let it slide. Almost teared up a little bit on "Hey Jude." Yeah, when he gets everyone, all the crowd singing the "Na Na Oh yeah, for sure. It's just off because he likes. He's like now all the fellas, now all the ladies, <laughs> all the ladies now. Now this half of the room. <laughs> it's just, it was just it was a really cool experience. Yeah, for um, sure. If he tours again, sure I'll go see him. But that might have been my one and only chance. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that maybe he'll tour again. I hope he's old. Maybe he is he's, getting up there, isn't he? You could hear that he was aged in his voice, but really? he still sounded good. Yeah, still played that classic. Bass. I don't know what that bass is called. Uh, it's an Epiphone bass. Yeah, but if you have ever seen Paul McCartney holding a bass guitar, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Great show. Yep, though. it's that Epiphone. Um, one of uh, I guess one of my lower rated ones mm-hmm. was when we were in college, and we went to see uh, Switchfoot at I think it was Mr. Smalls. Nope, this was at the 
The Chesarina in Chesarina, right. Chesarina. The old shut down Wasn't it like a roller, 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 rink? roller rink that they converted into a concert yeah. venue. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was cool cuz like cuz like in college that was like one of the first shows that we went to together and we went with uh Travis, Travis and, and Jake. Jake. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of those times where you come out of it and you're like they sound really good live, like even better than on the record. Yeah, that that reinvigorated my love of Switchfoot cuz I yeah. I jumped off of the Switchfoot bandwagon, well not bandwagon, but off of the Switchfoot Train. Train after um, nothing is sound because I couldn't, mm-hmm. I was salty about not being able to put on my computer. So I, I just didn't listen to them. Yeah. And then uh, we were in freshman year of college. And you're like, Switch, Switchfoot's coming to town. They're my favorite band. Any interest? And I was like, yeah. sure, why not? Sure, why not? So we all, it was it, yeah. it was pretty affordable. We got tickets. Yeah, I think it was, uh, that it was, was the, the Hello Hurricane Tour. Yeah, Hello Hurricane Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was 2000, it must have been 2011. That was 2010. That was 2010? That was 2010. Was that in the fall? Yep. A freshman year? Yep. Cool. And I didn't know Hello Hurricane. Yeah. Um, but I, I came out of that show and I was like, that was so good. Because yeah. I'd never actually seen them before in general. Yeah. And there, there have been multiple other times where I've seen them. And each time they play yeah. just super well. Like recently, I guess a couple of years ago, they were at the Ryman with Reliant oh, yeah. K. That was a good show. Which, yeah, it was awesome. And they... Sounded great then as well. Every live show I've seen them done has been fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I'll move on to my number two All right. favorite. And this is a technically a festival, but it is the Pumpkin Drublick Festival. Oh, yeah. You did get to go to that. I never got to. I saw that in Richmond, Virginia in 2018. Yeah, that would have been really cool to go see. Yeah, so it was like a hybrid festival. It was half craft beer fest and half concert, like punk rock festival. Yeah. Um, and Stone even did a collaboration with No Effects. It was a hoppy lager that they called the Punk and Drublick. Um, yep. For all of you who don't know, Punk and Drublick is No Effects' breakthrough record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a really cool experience. Got to try a bunch of beers that I normally don't get to try because it was all kind of regional stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was just such a good band lineup. There was maybe like six or seven bands that played. The Interrupters were one of the openers. Um, I had seen them live before, but it was just great to see them again. Yeah. Um, Bad Religion came out and they played Suffer from front to back. That's it was awesome. The, it was the thirtieth. Uh, this is twenty. Yeah, thirtieth anniversary 30th of Suffer. Anniversary. Oh wow! Yeah, that um, that would have been really cool to see. So that was cool, and they, I mean, they they probably did half a dozen other songs too, just yeah. because. Um, and No Effects closed the show. Nice. Really, really cool. Um, and it's I like if you ever see Fat Mike on social media or in interviews. He just always kind of like seems like he's just there. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. when you see him in concert, like you, that's when you see him like he's like super engaged. Yeah. yeah he, it's it's cool to see him like really energized and, and doing what he likes to do. Well, yeah, I think I think like he's said in like interviews or something, or I think it was maybe in the backstage passport uh, movie series that they, that they did, uh-huh. where he was like, "If I'm not having fun playing a show, like I'm not gonna play. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna continue playing. So like." If he's playing a show and that means he's having a good time, mm-hmm. so that's really cool to see. Yeah, I'm, you've never seen No Effects live, right? I've never seen No Effects, but uh, you saying that reminded me of the time that we saw Bad Religion in Nashville. Mm. Um, at uh, that was wasn't that at the Cannery? Yeah, yeah, and that was the first time I've seen them, and they're that was awesome. So good live. Yeah, they're super tight yeah. live, and. Greg Graffin acted like I figured he would act on stage. It's so more jokes like, than you'd expect him to, though. Because like he's like a professor, like a philosopher. Yeah, and he's like, got his doctorate also. Yeah, just like his movements. I was like, 
He seems like a professor. Yeah. But he <laughs> but did. He, the, he it was good. Had though. the same stage moves since like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. <laughs> it's goofy. It's funny. Uh, what What's your next show? Um, pretty much any shows that we go to of the Menzingers. Fair enough. Like they, we we've seen them quite a few times at the Basement East in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, they always put on a killer show. Always a lot of energy. Uh, always, always a good crowd draw too. It's a, yeah. It's never been like sparse attendances. Like yeah, definitely. S- sometimes the Nashville punk or alternative or rock scene can be a little iffy, and you never. I've, I've been to shows where not very many people came to bands where I know if I saw them in Pittsburgh, it would be a like there would be show. way more people. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it seems like the, it seems like the Menzingers always draw that always, that many yeah. people here in yeah. Nashville. Um, so like seeing them anytime in Nashville. Uh, whenever we got to see Pears. At the oh, end, oh yeah, that was awesome. Uh, they who did they open up for? Some band that I've only I like know their greatest hits on. They opened up for oh jeez, the guy who Scott Wade used to sing for, and I'm drawing a blank on the name of that band. Doesn't I, matter. I can't remember either because we went there to see Paris. <laughs> yeah, but so sorry, that was, other band. <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. Like to see them because I had never seen them live before, and uh-huh. over the past couple of years, I've really gotten into their music. Um, and then to bring it back to Pittsburgh. Uh, whenever we went to the Smiling Moose to see the, uh, the Swellers, yeah, and I, I believe it was the I show saw that they the Swellers were twice at the Smiling. Yeah, Moose. I believe it was the show where they were opening for I'm the Avalanche. Oh yeah, that was a really good show. That was such a good show. Yeah, because that was that the show where we met them or met two of them down in the bar. I or was that the second show? I think that was the second show. Yeah, that when we met two of them at the bar, that was when they were headlining because we talked to them afterwards. Right. I mean, both was both shows were both, good. Yeah. Oh, the Swellers. I, f- I forgot about them. They might yeah. have made my list if I thought about that. <clears throat> and then the show that we went to in Ohio, right? In a basement in a ba- of a bowling alley. Yeah, basement of a bowling Cleveland. alley. Cleveland. And they covered uh, that one Coffee mug song. by the Descendants. Yeah. yeah. Mug, mug, mug. <laughs> mug, 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 mug. That was, yeah, that was a fantastic oh, show too. And So good. Yeah, but. Yeah. I'm going to list my three honorable mentions real quick. All right. Um, the. No particular order. Paul Simon, I saw him on his his final tour. Like he he stopped touring um, after his longtime guitarist died. He he's like I've, I've toured a lot. I'm old. I'm tired. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll still play shows from time to time, but I'm not doing any of these full tours anymore. Yeah, that that's a, that that would definitely be up top if yeah, I so, saw him too. I saw him. It was 2018. Um, it was just so good all yeah. around. Um, I don't know. Just Paul Simon sounds fantastic still. Yeah, his, his voice sounds older, but it's strong. It, it's definitely him. Yeah. Um, next would be Brian Wilson. I saw him on the Pet Sounds tour. Oh yeah, tour. true. I forgot about that. Um, at the Ryman in Nashville, and that was yeah. 2016. He does not sound as good as Paul Simon sounds. He's, really? <laughs> he I, I, he did a lot of drugs in his day, and it definitely yeah. took a toll. He can't hit those high notes like he used to. Right. Um, but Al Jardine, who's also in the Beach Boys, his son um, plays in his touring band. He he hits those high notes really. Oh well. really? Nice. Uh, but it was cool to see him play Pet Sounds. It was they pretty much did two sets. Uh, the concert was in like three parts. They they came out, played a bunch of hits, um, then they played set, Pet Sounds front to back, took a break, and then came out and played a ton of other hits. Yeah, uh, really, really cool show. Um, and my last honorable mention would be the Dropkick Murphys. I saw them on St. Patrick's oh, yeah. Day, two thousand nine, in Boston, right? In Boston, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I've seen the Dropkick Murphys a ton of times. Didn't, wasn't the venue by Fenway? Yeah, it was the House of Blues in Boston. Yeah, right across the street from Fen- Fenway. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Anyway, yeah, go ahead. It was awesome, awesome. A very different energy than than any other Dropkick Murphys show I've I've been to. Yeah, the only time I've seen them was when they were here in Nashville. Yeah. Um, at, I mean, you got a taste of that because the whole crowd like 
it, it's very uh, I don't know community feel. Yeah, they you have like that, a, a that, general like group of people that always comes to the shows. Yeah, it's just everyone's just really. I don't know. Everyone loves each other. Really shows. energized and really yeah. into it there. Very, very fun shows. That was at Marathon Music Works, right? Mm-hmm. That was the day after I moved here. Yep. In 2016. Because we were trying to find a, a ticket for your brother. Yeah, and we couldn't find a ticket for my brother. Yeah. Uh, Poor Justin. Yeah. But um, then also, speaking of Boston, brings me to one of my other favorite concerts. Mm-hmm. Is when we went to Boston to see Frank Turner. That was a good in show. The, uh, in that stadium. Whatever that arena, it was his it very was an first arena, yeah. United States arena show. Yeah, and he played with Will Varley there. Yeah, and Will Varley did that thing where he ran all the way to the back to get a shot of whiskey. Yeah. We we or something. I think we kind of knew of Will Varley, but at least myself, I really didn't know any songs he did. I th- maybe that was the time when I was like, oh, Will Varley's pretty good. Yeah, because his that might have been when I started checking up. him out. Same here, because I I loved his show, and afterwards he was selling merch. I was like. What's that song they you have about kings? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was drunk when he was selling his merch. Yeah, also, it was so funny. King, He's like, "It's I this forgot. one. Want me to sign your CD?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was having a really good time that night. That was a good Frank Turner show, though. It was, yeah, really good. And I mean, pretty much any time that we see Frank Turner, it's good. He, he always puts in one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, we've seen him at in in Knoxville. Knoxville. Uh, we've seen him in Mem- not Memphis. Uh, no, Louisville. not Memphis. Louisville. Yep. And then of course Nashville. And Nashville. Yep. yep. Great, great. Uh, and Boston. Man. Great, great shows. Gotta get back to Boston sometime. It's such but a cool city. Boston's an awesome city. Yeah, it really is. I really like it. On to my very favorite concert. Any guesses? Let me take a guess at the band. Three doors down. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> if I had it my way, top slots and all, all honorable mentions would be Blink-182 shows. Yeah. <laughs> Since I, I had to at least give this rule to myself where I wasn't going to do duplicate bands. Yeah. I had to limit it to just... One Blink-182 okay, show. So, okay, so you did choose just one show. Yeah, it was the one that we okay. saw in Nashville. Nice. Um, mainly because it was in the pit. Every yeah, other, yeah, we got to go really close. Yeah, every time I see them, it's in amphitheaters. And, yeah. and um, pit tickets are, are usually a little steeper than... They weren't too bad there, though. They I weren't did, too that bad. That was at Ascend, right? Yeah, and which is surprising. I thought they, they probably should have been more because that's a small amphitheater in Nashville. True. Um, but being in the pit was a very, very, very cool experience. We were... Mm-hmm. Not the first row. We were one one row back. So yeah, there was one row of people in front of us. Which I mean, we were there. Um, the, was the that band, seating? Was that seating in the pit? No, that's not seating. I was no. there, right? Yeah, you were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were. We were. There was just one. Oh yeah, because they have like the, pit, the barrier. They have like the pit, and then behind are, is seating. Yeah, right. And then yeah. back is the green where it's yep. like. Yeah, you but can being in the pit the grass. Was, was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I remember that show. We were so close to the that point was a good where, time. where they could have looked down at us. Yeah. I'm sure they did at some point. I don't know. Is that that? Yeah, that's when Matt Skiba was, was in it already. Yep. Yeah, I've never I mean, seen Tom DeLonge play. It was the California tour, so it's not my favorite of their tours, like set list wise. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen them with Tom, and I've seen better set lists with Tom. Yeah. But just being in the pit makes you feel more engaged with the show definitely it's, it's fun to see when you're in a seat but it's a little removed it's like watching a movie versus being an extra in the movie okay i get what you're saying to yeah. that point i get it yeah i'm um, like i like i could see them like so clear yeah, like I, super up close yeah I, I caught a guitar pick at one point oh yeah they did uh, throw out a bunch of guitar picks. awesome yeah. uh they played m&ms which i'd never heard them play, play before it was a fast it was awesome yeah um just a really really cool show yeah um 
I'm going to see them again. Um, 100%. <laughs> obviously. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they come back to Nashville at some point. I'm sure they will whenever the touring's a thing again. It'd be cool if they played at like a smaller venue in Nashville. Oh, I would love that. I That'd really be insanely would. cool. Yeah. For a while, they, they did a like a small club tour, but it was just like maybe like a half a dozen cities. Yeah. Yeah, we saw uh, that one band. What some some forty one? Some forty one. They played that they small came, show in yeah, Nashville. Yeah, they, they played at the Basement East. Yeah, because they're used there. to playing big venues. Yeah, huge venues. No, that sold out in like a day. Yeah, that was cool. Um, my top concert. Um, I've definitely already told you about this before. If I had to guess, I would say it's you two at that football field. Yeah, because yeah, you, so, you had good tickets for that one. Yeah, and uh, in two thousand eleven, I actually looked back at, at my Facebook, which I never go on. <laughs> Because I knew that it was my profile picture picture at one point. Um, it was at TFC Bank Stadium, which is where the Minnesota Gophers play. At what bank stadium? TFC Bank. What does that mean? It's a bank in Minnesota. The, Twin Cities. The flipping cool bank? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was at TFC Bank Stadium. It was probably like 60,000 people in the stadium. And it was on their 360 tour. So that was the tour where they had like that weird spider looking stage. Yep. Where there was like one circle in the middle, which is like where the band was. And then there was a ring of crowd, which is where I was. And then there was another ring of stage, which they could like walk out on. And then it was all the people like on the football field and everybody in the stands. That's dope. And this is where um, it's kind of a similar situation that you were talking about before, where like you get like this energy or like this almost like spiritual feeling at a Mm -hmm. concert. Where like everybody's there enjoying it and like really getting into it. And your tickets were My tickets were right by the center stage. On the field. On the field, right in the center ring. Yeah. And the the whole f- stadium was was packed. Packed. So there yeah. were people up in seats. And I've I've been to stadium shows. They're cool, but when you're in like a seat all the way up Yeah. It's a, a show from a distance almost. Yeah, I think I, I think that each ticket was hundred and twenty dollars. It's a, a pretty penny, but I um I've, but I was like whenever I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, Mom, this is probably the only time I'm ever going to see you two. It's so, true. And I haven't had a chance to see him yet or since. They came um, to Nashville and played at the Bridgestone. But the cheap, cheap when I say cheap, I mean $50 tickets sold yeah. out quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a really, really cool show. And part of the way through the show, it started pouring rain, too. And like I was like, oh, no, they're not going to like keep playing. And they did. They just like put like rain guards around like the edges entire huge system that he has yes and like they <laughs> would like walk out system. in the rain and like bono i don't know i i'm a big fan of bono at least his voice i, I am too um and I him know, in general he seems like a good guy yeah i know a lot of people don't like him but i'm a big fan of you too i think people just don't like people who are successful maybe but he yeah. also he hasn't i could see how people could perceive him as pretentious yeah definitely easily um i just also really like his music i love yeah. i love the edges uh guitar style Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was like one of those shows where like you you come out of and you just like feel really good like you feel more alive that's a that's a pretty famous tour because they it was in order to set up the stage they have to like send out crews like almost a week in advance yeah there were like at least like 18 semi trucks carrying the stage or something like that and i don't i can't remember i might be making this up but i feel like you can find like find a time-lapse video of them building the stage you probably can yeah i would assume so um, but, I might be making that up, but check it out if if you. Have. But yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite show, just because it's just it's just one of those shows where you just feel good, yeah. Like during it and after, 
uh, there was one couple before the show started that I think they were doing drugs and they didn't have enough water and they passed out. Oh no! <laughs> and had to get had to get like taken out off the field. Well, they were waste of money. Definitely. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Just in general, concerts um, are awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love, really I, miss them. I love concerts. I yeah, I mean there were so many. This year concerts. Was, pa- was staged to be a really packed, like, calendar of great shows. Yeah, it was going to be great. Yeah, I'm really bummed out. Like, uh, homeless gospel choir, lag wagon, anti flag. Right. Yeah, uh, there's so many good shows that were coming coming through town. I forgot that lag wagon was coming to Nashville. Yeah. I was supposed to see Haley Williams doing her tour, and that guy. Yeah, well, everything got postponed or canceled. The anti-flag show that I was supposed to see in March originally got postponed until December of this year. Clearly, not, that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, not anymore. It no. got postponed to November of 2021. Oh, really? So it might still happen. Maybe. I've got a year to find out. <laughs> Jeez, man. Let's see them again. Last time I saw them, they were opening up. It was a really good show. They, it was yeah. them, AFI, and Rise Against. Mm. Really good lineup. Wow. And since anti-flag was the opener, they were like selling their own merch. Oh really? And this this was like two they years. They were the opener. Yeah, this was like two years ago. Wow. Versus AFI and Rise Against, which are much bigger bands, but Anti Flag does a lot of their own headlining shows, so it was weird yeah. to see them opening. Yeah, that's interesting. And they they were out, like on the side selling their own merch. So I went over, I was like, talk to them. I was like, it's like I'm from Pittsburgh, you guys. <laughs> Yins are awesome. Yins are awesome. <laughs> And they were super nice guys. Yeah, cool. Because uh, I've seen them in Pittsburgh plenty of times where they're headlining and you can't really hang around and talk to them. They're yeah, definitely. Packed shows. Definitely. Always cool, cool to do. Definitely. Um, what are your thoughts on this beer now that it's warmed up a little bit? Um, I mean, it's still really good. I, I feel little, like the coffee comes through a bit more now. I think so. And I, I'm getting a little bit more of a sweeter taste. I don't know if you're picking up on any more sweetness to the beer. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe balancing out the, the hops, but it, it's Otherwise, quite tasty. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's really good. I like good. it a lot. Good job, I mean, Stone and Modern Times. Stone is always good. Modern Times is always good. I had no doubt in my mind this was going to be great. Yeah, I've never, I've never had a bad beer from either brewery. So Same. This is also a banger. Yeah, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to episodes coming up. I don't know if we're going to have our regular episode or another one-off or another freeform next. Who knows? Yeah, we might uh, we might just talk, chat about something else. Maybe yeah. just chat about a band, chat about music, chat about our lives. Who knows? I've got a couple of busy weekends coming up, so we're just going to fit something in at some point. Yeah, I think I'm going to be out of town this weekend as well. So we'll see how it goes. We will. We'll have to wait and see. Um, if you have any suggestions about things you want to. Here's talk about. Let us know. If you want to have an album you want us to review, we will literally review anything you recommend. Anything you recommend. You want to recommend a country album to make us die inside? Go for it. Maybe we'll Maybe we'd come like to live it, inside, truly. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll have a rebirth. I don't know. Uh, if you want to give us constructive criticism, hate yeah. comments, <laughs> praise, <laughs> or you just want to say hi, reach out to us. You can hit us up anywhere on any of the social medias at American Brews and Tunes. Yep. Um, send us an email at AmericanBrewsandTunes at gmail.com. Um, or if you're one of the like four or five people that listen to us, you probably have our phone numbers. You can text us. <laughs> Bobbert. I think more than five people listen. We got to review Bobberts. I think he recommended a Gorillas in a different album. He did recommend an album a while ago. We we're, we'll we'll get to his. Um. Anyways, um, let's uh finish this beer, shall we? Yeah, we shall. As we always say on American Brews and Tunes. Coffee hatch.
Mm. That is a good beer. I'm, that is so good. I'm fairly happy with that. Very tasty. Uh, once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this is American Brews and Tunder. See you guys later. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity.